Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome once again to Marvelous Monday. It is great to be right back here again tonight as we enter into what is called our pre-holiday meeting, our pre-holiday show, because guess what? We're getting ready for Christmas. And I hear somebody in the background, and I am not sure if it's Colin or if it's Mr. Arthur <laughs> or if it's Miss Diane. Hello, how are you? I am good, Miss Diane. How are you? Thank you so much I'm for tuning great. in with us. Good, 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 good. It's great. So thank you so much for tuning in with us tonight. We're going to see if our co-host is there, and then we're going to get started with our show uh, but before we get going, uh, I I just want to sadly announce to all of our listeners out there that, and, and I'm going to ask everybody to put their put their phone on mute for for right now, and we're going to make a couple of announcements. If that's okay, just mute mute your phones, and uh, we'll bring you back in shortly. But uh, I want to. Okay. Yeah, just go ahead and mute your phones, everybody, because uh, I can hear all the background information. We have our listeners on tonight, and, of course, I can hear them in the background, background noises. So I want to make a couple of announcements. Ms. Rihanna is not going to be in with us tonight, uh, so I'm going to be uh, – she's going to still run the board and bring our special guest in. But first of all, we want to find out, Mr. Arthur, are you there yet? Mr. Arthur, are you in with us yet? Okay. So I know that he'll be coming in pretty shortly, but what I was about to say is that today has actually been a really, really sad day for the city of Tyler, Texas. Uh, One of our former councilmen, uh, Councilman Ed Moore, Edward Dunn Moore to be exact, is his complete name, but we always called him Ed Moore. Uh, I actually um, took his place after he served six years tenure uh, with the uh, city of Tyler, Texas in District Three, and uh, Mr. Ed Moore, uh, former Councilman Ed Moore, did amazing work for us here in our city of Tyler, Texas. So we're sad to hear the demise of uh, uh, Councilman Moore, uh, that those services are pending right now because, as I mentioned, it just happened early on uh, this morning. And so the city uh, the city is sad, and, and we're we're taking this moment to uh, to send out a special love to his family, his wife, uh, Miss Jean Moore, and of course his mother and his sister, and all of his family, his nieces and nephews and in-laws that worked really hard with him over the past uh, over a year or so, uh, as he has been uh, under the weather with that length of time. And so uh, 
He fought a really, really great fight. And so we're just asking everybody to keep that family uh, in, in your prayers and just remember uh, the great work that uh, Councilman Moore did during his uh, tenure. He actually retired from uh, the Kelly Springfield Tire Company, where he served as president of the union. He was big in, in union and big politically in helping to make sure that equality persists uh, here in in. Tyler, Texas, uh, Smith County, and East Texas. And so we just want to salute him, uh, salute that family uh, for all of the great work that uh, Ed Moore uh, did during his life, uh, lifetime here. He is a graduate of Emmett Scott High School, went on to Tyler Junior College, and uh, as I said, was just a, uh, just a hard worker in our community, just always served uh, with the uh, Chamber of Commerce and served on many other organizations. Uh, he served as the president of the A. Philip Randolph Institute, uh, as well as the uh, very active in the NAACP and just every organization that you could think of. Uh, Councilman Ed Moore touched those organizations. So we're going to miss his work. We have already missed him in the last year. Uh, there is a uh, baseball field here in the district that's named after him. The Wilded Park uh, has a really uh, nice, real professional baseball uh, field that uh, that we get people to come in and, and have games and so forth. And so those uh, that field is named after him. So we're going to miss him. So anyways, Mr. Arthur, are you there? Yes, how you doing today? My condolences to the Moore family. Yes, thank you so much for that. We're we're really sad about it. Uh, he has really suffered uh, this past year, uh, frat, and so um, so yeah. Uh, that's that's, that's where we my, are with that now. You know, I tell you, that's one of my family names, uh, Moore. But matter of fact, our reunion oh, no, is called Moore. It's called Moore Dunn Reunion. So I'm, you know, I tell you, I got some kin people down there in East Texas somewhere. Yes, you do, and you could very well. Uh, be related to um, to Ed Moore. His father's name was Edward Dunmore as well. So he was the sec. He was a junior, and um, yeah. So there's quite a number, or a large number of Moors that live here uh, in this community. But that's it. But tonight, tonight, uh, Fred, we have a very very special guest that we want to bring in. Mr. Anna is not going to be on with us tonight. Um, Colin had his uh, vaccination, so uh, he was a little fretful uh, early on today. So she wanted to make sure that she takes good care of, of Colin. And later on, we are going to be talking about the vaccines. And as, as a matter of fact, on the on next week, next Monday, we will have Dr. Richard Hackney to come on, and we're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be talking about the vaccines. And we've actually formulated a task force, and so. Our special guest that's on with us tonight actually uh, is going to be a part of that task force because what we want to make sure is that those persons who want to take that vaccine once, once uh, all of the uh, the essential workers and and the nurses and the physicians and those that are frontliners out there uh, taking care of essential workers, I should say, uh, working at the front line, taking care of patients with uh, COVID. Uh, 19 and, and let me just tell you, uh, Mr. Arthur, that COVID-19 is raging like wildfire. 
uh, in our community, and uh, just and yours as well. I I know that things have gotten really tight for for Dallas County, and you're you're kind of uh, having to shelter in a little bit uh, more than yeah, what you did. Uh, yeah, and our, well, our you know, we knew, and that, go ahead, go ahead. Yes. No, I say you know we knew this. You know we knew this was going to happen. You know, we talked about this way yes. back when there was yes, going we did. Yes, we man. did. We did. So here we are. We knew. Here we here we are, right in the middle. Yeah, we well, a couple of my friends uh, tested positive in the last 24 hours. Uh, so um, one stayed in the emergency room all last night until the early morning, and so they sent her home to quarantine. And it's just it's just everywhere. So mm. we still have to we still have to comply with. Uh, uh, CDC guidelines, and even when that when that uh, vaccine starts to infiltrate itself <laughs> throughout uh, our communities, we're still going to have to do the same things, wear the mask, and do the same things that we did because it's going to take a while before uh, everybody uh, gets vaccinated and we're able to mitigate uh, this COVID-19. So I'm going to go ahead, uh, Mr. Arthur, and I'm going to bring in Miss Diane uh, Lopez, and and so we're going to introduce her to to our many many listeners, many of which are in East Texas and around Texas, and so that she can. So, Miss Diane, are you there? Yes, ma'am. I'm right here. Okay, thank you. First of all, let me thank you once again for coming on and being with us tonight. And so what we want to do, and, and, and uh, Mr. Arthur, Ms. Diane actually is no stranger to radio. <laughs> okay, so so she actually used to do radio. So if you get, in, get into yourself a really quiet place, or, or, or so that we don't hear the background, and so, no, so that we can record and make sure that we get a good, clean uh, recording and everybody understands just exactly who you are and the type of business that you have and so forth. So go ahead and tell us what you want us to tell us about yourself and then tell us about your new business, G-Force, uh, that you have started here uh, in Tyler, Texas. Hi, yes, my name is um, Diana Lopez, and I'm the owner of G-Force Media here in Tyler, and I recently opened my business. I opened my business on December the 3rd. So I'm new to being a business owner, a local business owner, <laughs> but I've been on the advertising and radio and stuff for the last maybe around four or five years. Okay. Yes. Four, four, five. <laughs> you've been, you, you said you've been in this type of business for four or five years. I know when we first met, when we first met, and, and let me just say, Mr. Arthur, and I and I think Pastor Cooper is on. Let's let's just make sure that his line is open and he comes in. Pastor Cooper, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Hello. Oh, okay, great. Thank you, Pastor Cooper. We have uh, Miss Diane Lopez that's on with us tonight, and so she actually uh, just opened a um, marketing firm, and I was honored to be. I don't know if I was your first client. Or not, Miss Diane? Uh, but yes, I, yes, you sure are. <laughs> oh wow! Well, I, I'm yes, really honored. Yes, thank you. <laughs> she has an amazing. She is a beautiful, beautiful 
uh, establishment there. And so, but just tell us, Miss Diane, what was it that, because I know you were into uh, the dental business, you're a dental hygienist, so you were into to the dental uh, business. And so what happened to make you decide that you wanted to transition out and start working for yourself? And then you can also tell us about your daughter who and, and your various employees. And I was just so impressed with everything that I saw that you have put together in your establishment and the professionalism that I experienced while cutting the commercial uh, there. And and the commercial was all centered around uh, COVID-19. But go ahead and share with us what you want us to know. You can let us know your website and your address and everything so that the listeners out there, if they need anybody, they need someone to to cut some commercials for them, do some marketing for them, uh, you're, you're you're the lady. So go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> yes. All right. So I started as an office manager this here in Tyler on South Broadway. So while working over there, the doctor, the owner, invited me to start taking over marketing. Well, I had a blast being a marketing person. I was their um, business relations, and I always have um, the opportunity to be recording commercials with um radio stations here in town, the ones that I work for right now, um, the station, the Blaze and Mega, which is a Spanish station. So I was taking care of all the public relations. I was taking care of all the digital marketing, the social media, and doing all kind of um, local events here in Tyler. So it was just fascinating. So after my doctor saw the practice, the radio station invited me to to go over there and work for them. You know where I met you, Dr. Michaela, uh, with Radio La Correct. I Correct. was doing online streaming, online radio. I was also uh, writing for the magazine they currently have, and it was just wonderful. But then the radio station, the Blazer Mega, called me and said, come on and work for us. So I left that radio station and worked over, went over to the Blaze and Mega. And I've just been having a blast over there. I'm still employed with them. You know, I still sell advertising, okay. which is the radio station. Yes, yes, yes. I did not but, know that. Um, and let me just tell everybody that Blaze, <laughs> the Blaze is the number one station in radio East Texas. Station. <laughs> yes. yes. So go ahead. Go ahead. Which I, <laughs> I feel proud to be a part of them. I'm one of the account executives there, so I feel sell the advertising and um, that's how I got all you know in this type of business in 2016 so it's been a little bit um, almost four years a little bit over three years working on on that radio station and stuff but um, yeah so in my establishment I decided you know the radio station is good but a lot of people are going towards the social media the digital Mm -hmm. marketing so I saw mm-hmm. the need to have that type of business. So I saw the opportunity, and I took it. <laughs> Very good. So, Very good. Yes. And I, I, I want to share. I, I want to share with everybody that, that when I was running the last time I ran for Congress, that uh, Miss Diana and and the Hispanic side of the house made sure that all of my information got all across. Uh, the Hispanic community and encouraging uh, people to get out to the polls to vote. So, so yes. I always say this, Miss Diana, that when brown and black match up together, we can make a lot of things happen. We can make a lot of changes uh, in our community. So, so it's great to yes. see what you have put <laughs> together and how we're going to be able to continue to work together because 
guys, I want you to know that we have formulated a task force here in uh, East Texas, and and the purpose of that task force, and I was kind of explaining that, uh, Pastor Cooper, to uh, to to Mr. Arthur, that anyone who wants to take the vaccine, uh, that they we make sure that uh, in the brown and black community that we make sure that they uh, they're not left behind. So uh, so I think Diana, you have graciously joined us in that uh, yes. in that campaign in that task force. Okay, great. Yes, now ma'am. tell us exactly right where you where your company is located, and if you have a yes. website and whatever else that you want us to know about your business. Go ahead. Yes, yes, yes. So um, GeForce Media is, is a marketing, branding, and social media business. Um, I have wonderful people in my team. I have Cesar Reyes, who is my public relations. I have Eric Carango, who is my financial coach, which, you know, it helps people in business to, to do a budget, come up with a plan so they can go ahead and open their business, and how to manage their money. Because most of the time, you know, the little businesses, they go straight to bankruptcy in less than a year because they don't take care of their money. They start earning the money. They don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to invest it and to keep it, you know, for future needs. So that's where we come in. And then I have the office manager, which is my daughter, which I'm very, very proud because she's only 24, but she has a master's degree. She has a master's degree so in business administration, so she's helping me also with graphic designing, and she's just a lot of help. And then I have my second daughter, which is um, my uh, executive assistant, which helps me to keep up with all the uh, agendas and the meetings and all everything else. And then I also have one of the guys that helps me to create the uh, the videos, like the one we did for you. And sure. he has such a wonderful experience because he comes from KLTV. So he's uh-huh. he's a very good asset to the to the station, you know, to what we do in at the moment. So I have, like I said, wonderful people in the team, and we're just excited. We're, you know, just excited to be, like you said, part of this community, be able to help small businesses and let them know they're not alone. We're here to help you. And like you said, the brown and black pride, we are Mm -hmm. united. I recently attended the Tyler Metro Chamber of Commerce, so people keep reaching out to me like, Diana, come on, come on, be a part of this so that people can see we can all be together, we can all help each other, support each other, and be there for, you know, to cover our needs. Sure, sure. So, you know, no wonder, no wonder this gentleman uh-huh. was so good. I did not realize that he came from KLTV. I just know that yes. he was just amazing, <laughs> uh, very professional, knew exactly what he was doing. I mean, we were able to wipe that commercial out in no time flat because he knew exactly what he was doing. Yes, <laughs> so yes. I had so. to do was follow his lead. Go ahead. Yes. So my address for the business is 412. West Locust Street here in town, and our email address is diana at g forcemedia.com. And my website is g forcemedia.com. If anybody needs anything from us, anything that I can do, any advising, I do free estimates, we do web design, we do graphic designers, we do everything just everything that consists on getting a business going or helping somebody who might be going through a little bit of trouble for sure. Right. Okay, very good. So you mentioned that sometimes the smaller businesses, once they start to uh, 
to make money. They don't know exactly what direction and how to actually make their money work for them, how to put money back in and how to put money aside and so forth and save and all of that. Can can we talk a little bit about what uh, what it would and I, without actually putting costs and prices out there, do you have specific uh, budgets that you can set up for small businesses and medium-sized businesses and then larger businesses, unless you want to talk about price? I, I mean, I'm not putting words into your mouth, uh, but if there's specials that you have going on since you're just now, you're just opening up the business, and what are some of the ways that you're able to pull people in to know about uh, your business because I just happened to, I don't, ha- I just happened to stumble up on the fact that you were getting ready to do this. I really didn't know that. I was just kind of reaching out, and uh, you informed me of what you were about to do. And, and I'm not sure why I was reaching out to you, but anyways, after we reached out and we talked again, and then, I, then you said I'm, I'm opening up my business and I can do some cur- commercials, and then I was able to call you within a few days. And you immediately yes, yes. do that commercial. Yes. <laughs> well, so how are you letting you know, people for... know about it? And, and then what are some of the specials that you have to offer to people if, in fact, you do have some? Well, we, we, we can help anybody. You know, if it comes from opening a business from home, um, we can, uh, you know, get to a I have opened already three practices. I just recently opened because I'm also a business consultant from the same company, you know, which we go in there, we check what to see, what they need. If it's a new company that they're starting or if it's like a takeover company. So I go in there and it just depends. I couldn't give you a budget because I would just have to go and see what type of situation I'll find the current business in because I recently opened two two dental offices, one in Omaha, Texas, and one in Mount Pleasant. Really? One of them, yes, yes, yes. So, you know, I went in and assisted doctors. I gave them all my business advice, and I told them this is what needs to happen. And we went. I have a crew. Like, I have a lot of people that are on my team. So if if anybody called me and said, I have this business, and what do I need to make it work? So we went in there, we remodeled, we knocked down windows, walls, we did everything. So they gave me the keys on Thursday evening. I gave them a brand-new practice, which was a dental practice by Monday. So they, I have people that's going to go there, and we're going to do everything. So I couldn't tell you, you know, price-wise, but I do want to recommend okay. people to reach out to me. Reach out to me, talk to me, tell me your ideas, because I can see their vision and see what they really want to do. So I can give them my phone right. number so they can call and reach out to me. Oh, oh, absolutely. We want, to do, want you to definitely do that before you leave. So, uh, so I, I can tell you I know that, that media is, is very important, and a lot of people who just start out in their businesses probably don't really focus on uh, setting aside X amount of dollars uh, to to build up their organizations and place money into media. So, uh, so you may want to uh, give us a few uh, words, uh, positive words, and and tell them how important that media is and the impact that that media will have on their work and on their businesses, on their new companies to help them to grow and help them to grow at a, at a pace that's probably uh, comparable for the community and comparable for that business. Some people, uh, would you say, try to grow their business too fast instead of um, taking that one step 
at a time. You want to dialogue a little bit on the importance of media? Yes, definitely. And that's, I'm glad that you touched this important subject because there's a lot of people that they budget everything, they budget the rent, they budget their bills, their employees, the payroll, you know, everything. But they forget about advertising, the marketing part, which is very important because this is where all the the fundamentals are going to come from. So a good, I will say, a good healthy budget is anything between 10 to 15% to start. Once your company mm-hmm. starts growing and you want to continue to grow, just whatever you're spending, your monthly budget, whatever it is that they want to invest into the company. But, um, of course, the more you want to grow, the better it is to invest a lot more. I would never recommend to invest anything over 30%. It is just a waste mm-hmm. of money. And try not sure. to hire a lot of people at once. I have had people that want to do radio, they want to do social media, they want to do TV, they want to do all of mm. this stuff. What happened is by the end of the, I want to say the second, third month, they're out of money. So uh-huh. then after the third month, they can advertise no more. So that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's just something that is a no-no. <laughs> sure, sure. That that makes a good sense. So let me ask you this from just listening to what you just said. So do you help uh, uh, organizations, uh, community groups, or whatever their businesses are, help them to target their specific message to a specific yes. group of people. Uh, okay, so okay, you want to dialogue a little bit on on that that you and how you do. I don't know if you do that through radio, television, because we are radio as well, uh, a television yes. or social media. <laughs> social media. You, yes. you maybe you want to just dialogue a little bit, give a little example. Yes of how you how you can help them with, with targeting their message and and even branding. Do you are you going to be brand helping people to brand themselves? Go ahead. Yes. Okay, so working for the radio station, it gives me so many tools. And we are registered under the Nielsen ratings and the Nielsen um, research and everything which give us Where's people spending their money? What is people doing, especially now during COVID? What are they spending the money the most? You know, with, which is the demographic that's going to be spending depending on what your company is and where you can pull that people. So there's a lot of research that I have. There's a lot of reports that we continue to have handy so that we can show the people. Like I said it just all depends on the business they're working on. But, um, the research is there so that we have all that information and um, let me give you an example I do have a practice that I recently opened here in Tyler um, the doctor that opened is a family practice and mm-hmm. she went and got help from an agency that it was English speaking only but she was targeting the Hispanic population so you know they told her they were going to do all these miracles for her for her company but unfortunately it didn't work because they didn't have no one who speaks Spanish for the company so it's important to to really understand what what is their niche what is the target market that they have once they give us that information so we can definitely focus on what they need the most I know all the radio stations here in town and you know around the areas because I'm familiar mm-hmm. with them, but I, I have I've also worked with um, TV, you know, work, I know a lot of people in TV, and I can tell what's sure. working, what's not, so that they don't just go crazy spending the money thinking the most that I, the more that I spend, the better it's going to be, because that's not always the case. 
Very good. So I know how important it is to build uh, relationships with uh, with media, with television, with radio. And, and I must admit that that radio is just it's astronomical. I've been I've been into radio since 1972, and I have seen how radio has probably almost married up there close to uh, television because a lot of people listen to radio. They listen to radio in their cars. They listen to radio in their their workplace. They just listen uh, to radio a lot. And so Internet radio has just become very popular as well. But this is what I really want to talk about because we we have, let me just say we have political uh, I'm not even going to call them politicians. I'm, I'm going to call them American servants because that's what I call myself. I don't call myself a politician. I say I'm an American servant. Mm-hmm. So, so how can we reach out? Because I have somebody that may may have a question or two to ask you in regards to uh, marketing. But we know uh, the political process is very, very strong, and especially this time of year, but all the time. It should be 364, 365 days per year that that the political process exists because it's from one election to the next election. So, Pat, uh, Pastor Cooper, I don't know if you have any questions of, of uh, Ms. Diane in regards to uh, what what the media can do as far as uh, politically. Do, do you plan to help uh, politicians or candidates, let me just say candidates rather than using the term politician, Ms. Diana, p- uh, candidates who may be running for public office, do you help in that aspect of helping them to target their message as well as helping to brand them for running for various offices? I thought about that because I know how you reached out to me and you, you carried my message over to the uh, Hispanic side of the house, and you're right, we have to be multicultural when it comes to uh, uh, the political process for the simple reason that once we are elected officials, we represent whatever population of people are in that particular district or a community that we're representing. Any comments on that politically? Yes, yes. Well, first of all, let me start with um, you mentioned something important. Radio is number one. A lot of people say yeah. radio is fading because um, theory is no. taking over Spotify and all of that. Well, let me tell you, that's not right. true. Radio, true. local radio is still number one in advertising. Right. So whatever right. money people are going to spend on radio is worth it every single penny. Um, yeah. Now, um, TV is there along maybe with social media. Um, you know, because social media, a lot of people spend, you know, hours, countless times on their phone. So, of course, it's, it works. Yes. It works wonders yes. and it helps. And then coming to do advertising for politicians, I would love to have that opportunity, especially because I know that you guys can hear my accent. <laughs> you yes. know, so yes. I, I know my people. I know my people. I know what they believe yes. in. I know how yes, to get do. them out there to vote. <laughs> I know how to, how to you know, to motivate people to to change their minds and and you know create some type of attention and and you know to have that conscious that you need to go out there, you need to go vote, you need to make the difference. You know, it helped with you. I also finished a little bit um, interview. Unfortunately, he didn't make it this time, but with Nick Pesina. I also interviewed him twice when he was running for City Council District 4. 
So I'm always there. So if anybody wants to reach out to me, like I said, I know my people are belong to the community. So anytime they yeah. reach out to me, of course I can assist on, on. We just have to get on the same page, see what exactly they're trying to reach, and I can get them there for sure. Oh, very good. Uh, Pastor Cooper, you have any uh, questions of uh, Miss Diana? And then uh, we'll go to uh, uh, Pratt. Oh, that's awesome. I love her energy. And, yes, you can hear the <laughs> accent, so you're authentic. You know, it is amazing. I have so many hats. I don't know if you ever see me, but I have several hats. And one of the hats I wear is uh, media and advertising because I was in the automotive industry. Well, I still am. And I'm an approved minority dealer just waiting to stop doing so many other things to open up my own franchise. But at the same time, you're right. Uh, false advertisement, if you will, I use that pun, when uh, media folks show up and say they're going to deliver you to the Hispanic community, but yet they don't have anybody on the team that speaks Spanish or anyone <laughs> that looks like a black, and, black and brown folks. So I, 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 there I you take go. A, uh, offense to that. So uh, that's misrepresentation. So absolutely. So kudos to you. Thank you for stepping out there. Now, I have Thank you. Real quick. <laughs> sure, sure. The G uh, Force Media, what does the G stand for? <laughs> oh my gosh! So this is this is a question I'm always get so excited to say because it can have a lot of meaning to a lot of people. But for me, it was G for girls, you know. And then I consider yeah. myself a gorgeous person, you know. My heart is gorgeous and it's great, and it's I'm a go getter. So the G is there, and all the beliefs that I have, I just feel like there's a need for something. I go out there, put myself out there, available for people to come and ask me for help, you know. So whenever possible, I just go and get it. So that's all. Force. I like that. That girl force. That's girl force. Just go out there, and have your power, use it for something positive, and then Isn't you know media awesome? because wow. that's where that's this is you know the century that we're in. Media is everything, so we just have yeah. to use it to our advantage to get us out there, and then um, you know like. I always tell Dr. McKellar, you know, I, I do have a bachelor's degree, but I grew up in Mexico. So there's a lot of people that they do speak Spanish, but they grew up here. And the culture right. is different. So for you to right. really, really get the message to that people that have the the culture, their beliefs, you know, everything that they have with them, I feel like you have to belong to them, you know, yeah, to an extent. Absolutely. So that's that's, That's why beautiful. my accent is not going anywhere. I, <laughs> I'm just like, I have I to, to continue to keep it. And I, I, I just feel proud to be Hispanic, to be Mexican, and, and to let people know I'm here for you. You're not alone, and I'm just going to try to help them as much as I can and, and just put myself in everybody else's shoes. Like, what do they need so they can succeed? I don't want to just be the only one to succeed. I want to bring my people with me to be successful. Awesome. awesome. Beautiful, awesome. beautiful. Very, very authentic. Very authentic. <laughs> that, that's exactly correct. Ms. Arthur, you have any uh, questions of Ms. Diane? No, I don't have a question. I just want to compare it to Tina. Uh, work with uh, you down there, uh, with you down there in East Texas to uh, try to educate the uh, Hispanic and black uh, electorate down there yes. to, uh, you know, organize around the issues in there so they can that's, that's not be manipulated so easily. Yes, exactly. Definitely. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, it, it's been great 
uh, knowing her. Uh, we got, I think, what, about two years that we've known each other, something like that? Yes. Maybe a little over, yes. little old, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. going on three years. Like two and, that and a half, yes, other. yes. Yes, exactly <laughs> correct. That, you're, you're absolutely mm-hmm. correct because two years have gone by uh, since election time, and so we got to know each other probably about six months or so before before that. So uh, yes. it's, it's just really it's great to uh, to have her to open her company and she's right around the corner from my office so it's just going to work out beautifully and uh, and we're going to continue we're not going to wait until and, and now I'm going to election time we're not going to wait until it's time for the next election we're going to continue on uh, as uh, as the time goes by kick it off again at the first of the year so that we can make sure that our communities are educated and uh, and we we elect the right people, the right people in office that's going to work for the greater good of the entire community. Any final comments, uh, Miss Diana? Uh, I, I know that you've had a busy day, but I, I, I just wanted you to come in and, and give us a little bit of, of, of kicking off with the business and how we're going to be able to get in contact with you. And I think you were about to give your, your phone number to the office. And uh, any yes, final, yes. Your, your stump speech, so to speak, any final comments that you want to say to us about the business and once again your 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 email address as well as your um, website and how how you can get going and I'm going to grab my other line because that's going to be our next guest so you go ahead and let the let the audience know thank you yes yes so well first of all thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity to to let people know my agency is here for everybody else out there needing some help with their small businesses or big businesses whatever type of business they have to help them and assist them we there's no business too small or too big for us to handle so thank you so much for this wonderful wonderful opportunity again my name is diana lopez and my phone number is 903-646-2575 and they can find us in person at 412 west locust street here in tyler or they can find me on our website www.g-forcemedia.com Thank you very much for everything. Thank you, uh, Miss Diana. Have a, have a happy holidays. We're so thankful that you came in to be with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Uh, bye bye. Thank you, ma'am. See you next time. So, Miss Diana, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, thank you, ma'am. I'm gonna, if you, you'll take over for me, and I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna get this other customer, I mean, this other client that's gonna come in and talk about his business. So, I'll be right back to you and Mr. and uh, Pastor Cooper in, in about two minutes. Thank you, Aless. Okay. okay. All right. My, well, uh, yeah. Michael Cooper. Yes, sir. You, you were saying something about you. You said something about a dealership uh, that you've been working on. Who, 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 what exactly is that? You say you was. Well, uh, well, you know, it was amazing. I keep forgetting about this part. Uh, Thirty-five, almost forty years. And it's forty years ago now. There's this guy by the name of Mel Farr. You ever heard of him? Yeah, NFL. Uh, Miller, Miller and Mel Farr. There you go, man. You know something about those boys. Well, you know they're from Beaumont, Texas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Webster, Webster, Bubba, Bubba, and all, all them cats came came up out of them. Well, there you go, Doc. That that's exactly right, and uh, that's that's where I am in, in Beaumont, Texas, where they call us the football capital of the world. Uh, but anyway, Mill, Mill, uh, Four, and uh, Miller Four. Uh, which is distant relatives of mine, and he's gone on home to be with the Lord. But 
Uh, he met this guy by the name of Reverend Jesse Jackson. Heard, heard of him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there you go. So, anyway, they started this company called uh, NAMAD. Uh, it's a minority dealers association, like NADA, National Automotive Dealers Association, but they did it with the minority group. And so everything that they did nationally, they mimicked it. And they gave me a call about 30 years ago, and I had just gotten into upper management. I'm an executive automotive dealer uh, uh, manager. Uh, and I'm a minority dealer, which means I've been approved uh, for multiple franchises, including Cadillac, BMW, uh, uh, well, BMW, Buick, General Motors, which I'm leaning towards General Motors. Well, they're waiting for me to slow down with all the things that I'm doing. And as uh, Dr. McKellar said earlier, it is a ministry when you're in the uh, candidate field, the political world, because we work, some of us, for little or nothing or nothing at all. And uh, mm-hmm. so I put that on hold. Uh, for, for 20 years because the money that I was making before uh, it outweighed going into my own uh, franchise because you have to take a pay cut and then you have to invest time like she was telling you earlier uh, you're going to overload and then you end up uh, out of business so I, I didn't, mm-hmm. didn't want to take that pay cut over 20 some odd years ago but four years ago I took a retirement early retirement semi retirement so I can start my own franchise well the, the problem I, I had was that there was an issue in the state of Texas with education, and I went after this guy by the name of Dan Patrick trying to become a lieutenant governor of Texas and got within 1.2% of that. Uh, so, again, I put it on hold. There's a young lady in Dallas, Texas, up there where you're from, that is looking for mm-hmm. me. I, if I give you her name, she, she, uh, you may know her. And uh, so uh, I've, I've selected and I've asked for a general motor franchise, but I need to go to NADA school because I choose to do that from further my education in the automotive industry. And uh, it's going to take 11 months. But I've been putting it off almost every year. But uh, Mel Ford, Reverend uh, Jesse Jackson, as a matter of fact, he comes to all the meetings still to this day, even though he's been kind of sick. And uh, they help our minorities. The unfortunate thing, and this is what uh, you and I, our friendship got kindled, because you always have that cutting edge on how they're leaving us out of the economic community. Uh, I mean, leaving uh, African-American folks out of the uh, the. the not for this is an, an invitation to the table. We should own our own table. We should have the building mm-hmm. that the table's in. And, and so uh, that's what they were trying to do and trying to do. But in 2006, there was a fallout, and people don't understand. Everybody got bailed out. General Motors got bailed out. Ford, yeah. Ford didn't get bailed out. Uh, Chrysler got bailed out. And I think it was someone else. I forget who it was. But it wasn't Ford. It wasn't Toyota. But they got bailed out. But the minority dealers didn't get bailed out. We lost almost 487 minority dealers that were African-American dealers, and none of them were Jaguar franchisees, and and few of them were Lexus and Toyota franchisees. So th- this is my plight. This is my fight. But at the same time, there's so many other injustices in the world that I don't even have time to deal with the things that I'm, I'm, I'm schooled in and, and, and a professional in. So when you ask that question, I mean, I can talk all night, so I'm going to turn it back over to our host. But anyway, that, that, that's that, what we are. That's great. You know what? I, and I was listening tentatively because you are absolutely – I had a cousin that was over in New Jersey, and he had all these promises made to him about uh, what they were going to do for him as far as the dealership. He had made them a grip of money. And this was a yes. Mercedes-Benz dealership, yes. uh, Pastor Cooper. He made them a grip of money, and they had promised that they were going to help to set up him his own dealership. And, and did not happen. How did that yeah. go? Did not happen. Exactly. Did not happen. There's always an excuse. 
Mm-hmm. And then our uh, our community lets us down, and uh, the the franchises let lets us down. Uh, I have a business partner that's in Dallas. Uh, again, I don't have his permission to say his name, but I guarantee no, you, okay. brother uh, Arthur knows him. And uh, he had to well, take my, it to the next level. Well, right. I just want to say this, y'all. I just want to say this. My my 250 page slave Bible said I was going to be free. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Well, we, we, it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna, it's happen. gonna happen. And we can't get weary. We are doing well. And we won't be weary. Not in well doing, right? <laughs> That's right. And we are doing well. Years later, found all them other pages. See, so hey. Y'all pray for my wife because she always tells me I have my hands in too many things, but. When God has given me so many gifts, I do not want him to come back and say that I did not uh, reach every talent that he has given me. Uh, so I, I want to make sure that I, that I don't abuse the gift. Uh, I don't want to sit on my talents. Outstanding. Outstanding. I, I appreciate that because you do have multi-talents, and we, have to, we, we cannot bury any of them, right? We got to keep them going. Yeah, absolutely, keep them going. Yeah, keep them. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, let me just ask uh, this question. Miss Rihanna hasn't sent out a message to me, but I'm I'm waiting for a 903 number uh, to come in. That's our next guest that we're going to be uh, talking to. If if that guest, Mr. Lee's uh, catering service, if you're in, uh, if you press one and and come into the queue and let us know that you're on with us. Lulu's Catering Service here in Tyler, Texas. Are you there, sir? Okay. Well, we're giving a, a few more minutes. And Ms. Rihanna, if you're listening, oh, if you can open that. So, so what's the name of that place that, that, that you and I went and ate at when I came down there that day? What's the name of that place? Uh, let's see. Now, let me see. you got to refresh me again. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> you know, I came down for the radio show. What well, a long time I came down there. There, uh, for the okay, radio show that, that was day. last year, last year. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was on one of more. It, it was on your. What was that? Was that Thursday show? That's your Thursday show. Yeah, on the Thursday you know show, I, right? Yeah, yes, I, I do. I'm just trying to remember where we went to eat. Was it? Oh, yes, that was. Oh. Um, that was a soul food restaurant, right? Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, yes. Yes. Was that was. It, it was called Pots and Pans. Is that where we went? Yeah. Are they still we have, down there? We have. Oh yeah, we have we have five soul food black owned restaurants here in Tyler. And that was that's that was one of them. And I did carry you that day. I do remember now. Right. Well, they're 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 well, doing when COVID, when COVID over, I'm come down and eat at the other folks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. We make our, and then, then there's a new one that's uh, they're gonna come on shortly and uh, talk about they open their doors today. As a matter of fact, and I was not because my schedule was just too tight today. I just could not get over there. But we're gonna—he's—he's he's gonna talk to us about some of the things that he's doing for the Christmas holidays. They're doing catering right now, but this is a really, really great restaurant. Uh, it was owned actually uh, when it first was built and owned by a, a group of physicians because it's right near the hospital. And so uh, I think those physicians were just a little bit too busy to try to oversee uh, that restaurant. And uh, a lot of medical people used to go there for a while. They had barbecue and then uh, another group it closed and another group had it. And then, and then so this, uh, this family has it now. 
and uh, and I think that he's probably going to do very very well. I can tell you guys what really goes well uh, in Tyler, Texas, is um, is a Sunday buffet. My family was the very first uh, in the city of Tyler to have an all you can eat Sunday buffet. We only did it on Sunday. Uh, to to begin with, that was back in uh, the the late '90s that we opened. Wow. It. We called it Catfish Oasis, and so uh, on one side we had. Uh, re- remember when the uh, Pac-Man games were so popular? So yeah. we had it on. So on the one side we had where the game room where they play. I mean, the kids came in there and played games all during the summer, all day long. That's, I mean, and then on the other side was the, was the restaurant. And so you could get your food and then play games. And it went really, really, really well until I, I left and went into the military. But, um, but yeah, so this is, this guy is going to do uh, catering, and I'm telling you that all you can eat buffet that, and we've had several of those, and but you can't do them now with COVID. You know, I don't want anybody playing around any food that I'm going to eat, and I don't eat out really to amount to anything, anyways. Period. But uh, but that doesn't go over so well right now. And uh, but at that time before pre-COVID, and and Pastor Cope, um, excuse me, uh, uh, Pastor Cooper, did you not think that the the uh, food truck that we had uh, when we were there in Houston uh, was a really, really that was really good food, and they did a great job in uh, in, in serving. We were outside, out of doors, uh, and and that just worked out really well. I thought I was pleasantly surprised. I was pleasantly yeah. surprised because I'm very finicky and picky when it comes to my yeah. food. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was pleased how he was able to uh, to put it together, and then people were spread all out across the parking lot and were mm-hmm. able to um, to eat their food. I carried mine with me, but but they were so I was pleasantly surprised as well. So I'm gonna you guys keep talking. I'm gonna I'm gonna get in here to Miss Rihanna and find out if our next guest is on because he's scheduled to be on in about a minute. So let me find him and keep talking because I want to hear more about the dealership because <laughs> I have some I I have some I have some people that are really really interested in starting a dealership, a black owned, a dealership that is owned by blacks, because that's, you don't see much of us uh, in that. And, you know, we have someone here in East Texas that's been in the business for quite some time. Are you familiar right there? Al Myers? Is it Al Myers? What's it? Al Myers? I think that maybe, I can't remember exactly what his name is. He's right outside of uh, Longview. Yeah, I forgot about that. Absolutely. Uh, I met him 25 years ago. He's one of the first ones to get exactly. started. That's right, and he's yes. done very, very well. In very well. And very, uh, he now yes. has a Ford store and Toyota store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah. so right. 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 So, so Mike, what's the NAACP position on on uh, on a black dealership ownership? Are we putting pressure on these? You're, foot, huh? you're an agitator. You and agitate. You go. You, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't How did you guess that? You know, 
<laughs> Don't get me started. We're on a national radio show. And you're okay, isn't that questions. the truth? <laughs> I'll tell you, you, you got to say, my wife loves me at church. She asks me questions like that. I'm in the pulpit, and I hurry up and jump out the pulpit. I go outside, and I want to talk to her. She said, no, talk to me inside the pulpit. We're on a national radio show, and you ask me a loaded question like that. Exactly. <laughs> you say it. <laughs> I mean, because I, 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 listen, I, I, I can lie, but I choose not to, and that, that's that's to be discussed oh, yeah, wait, 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 no, exactly. Yeah, no, we're on the same page. We're saying the same thing. And right. so when we talk about advocate, we're advocating for the next generation and those that are out there. I mean, it's there not you like go. I have several people, but but there, we have to make it easier for them. And I'm frustrated. So I'm going to you got you got to make this it. I'm frustrated <laughs> with our activity level and which we're mm-hmm. doing. And that's why you always handle me with internalizing and not externalizing. And so uh, my internalizing is, is getting into an office to where I can make a difference in those business fields, in those areas for all people. Not just it's better for us right. as a society to have African American owned dealerships. The Hispanic dealerships are increasing. Watch this, almost yeah. number for number that we lost in African American community, we picked up in the Hispanic communities. I don't have a problem with that. The problem I have though is that we've been at the table a lot longer. And we're being dismissed yes. at the table. So y'all, y'all going to go. make, woo, I'm going to have to start. There you go. Like you, 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 you know, you're 100% correct. You're 100% correct. Go ahead, It's a statewide problem. So. I said it's a big problem, so I'm just saying that that's just, uh, again, you know, you, it you, is you, you know, but the best way to advocate, but, but, but see, the best way to advocate is when you got a group waiting to actually do the thing that's ready to go do the thing. And so if y'all got the groups that's ready to go do the thing, then we can do the advocate. The people there. The people there, it is the same old, same old. Boy, y'all, but I will hope you uh, yes, hear him get on. But uh, it's the same old, same old. You're not qualified. No, 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 no. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this to you, Mike. Now, we ain't going to be reading that 250 page Bible here, man. We're going to read it. We're not going to be reading it. We're not going to be reading it. No, we ain't reading that. So we sat down and yeah, so when we sit down and start talking, you know, if they put out the wrong one, we can tell them put that one back. You see what I'm saying? I'll tell you what, guys, and, and, and Pastor Cooper is correct. Actually, the, uh, the two people that I am talking about are young folk. These are folk in, that have worked for a car dealership while they were yes. in college. They finished college. Now they, they, and they, they made their – yeah, they would love to have a dealership. They would love, and, and they, they had. They had one of them had. Well, they, one of them, lots of promises were made. After yep. COVID happened, they started cutting yep. the uh, the money in half, and so so this young lady said, "No, the I." Dealers are more profitable yeah. right now than they ever that, been before. Yeah. I bet you're right. Yeah, even, the dealers right. are more profitable now because they use COVID as an excuse to cut pay and time and do better. Mm-hmm. Now you mm-hmm. have corporations, the mom and pop dealers are going away. And so that's the other excuse they're utilizing because you're a minority and you don't, you're not funded well. You don't have the backing. You don't have this. Well, 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 and, and there's so many excuses. 
Well, the reason I say, you know, advocate, we ain't, we ain't worried about the excuses. Uh, you know, you know, see, what we the, the position we're in now is that we're we're you know we're fighting to be a part of our own recovery, in a you know in this right. economic situation that's coming up, and so and I'm just saying that that should be one of the pieces of our recovery that we should be advocating. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's why you need to be on that call tomorrow night <laughs> yeah, because that's what we're <laughs> I mean, talking about. And, and, and I got and to end up I'm, I got to end up I and I got. I, I have two zooms back. I have a zoom back to back. I have a six to I seven, know, I, and then seven to eight. And I'm, but I, but I'm gonna have to have my vice president to tune in. This is this is my sorority, uh, zoom. Sure. But I'm gonna have to have her because I need to tune in to a little bit of that. You, how long do well, you I probably have? Last question. Well, well, I got two phones. Well, I got two pieces, so I there probably you have go. them on. Well, I put it to you like this: as a okay. citizen. Not not a, not right. a candidate or anything. We're writing policies. No. We're okay. right. We're, we're writing policies. We're we're Good writing policies. And so uh, if that puts me into another position to run for a statewide office, so be it. But we're writing policy because I have a friend that I met in Dallas that always popped up where I was eating or where I was standing, and I like to be by myself. And he gets into sure. my space. And he says, Brother Arthur tells me, he said, be internal. What are you going to do about it? Not stop complaining. What are you going to do about it? So I realized right. that I'm more effective on the outside when I run my mouth and I walk, show up with a policy that no one else has even desired to introduce. And you cannot ignore me any longer because we have folks that's going to be at the 87th session here in Texas. When they meet, we have folks that's ready to meet with the governor face-to-face. We have folks that set up ready to go to national and deal with automotive industries and other kind of industries. So we're writing awesome. policies. So, so awesome. that's where we are. Keep, and keep up the great work. And just, just know this, we write, we write here with you, right beside you, to make sure that wherever you need to be, uh, where are you trying to go, we're here to help you to get there. Because that's how right. all of us succeed. Right. Until all of us have succeeded, none yeah. of us have succeeded. Absolutely. So that's going to be my seg. That's my segue into bringing Lee Lee's catering service in. Sir, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Lee Lee, we are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, very okay. good. So first of yes, all, let me ma'am. thank you so much for joining in uh, and being on uh, a view from Nope Strike That a Marvelous Monday. I have to stop and pause and think about what day of the week it is. Mr. Mr. Arthur <laughs> just mentioned uh, this show, and I just went right there. So thank you so much, sir, for coming on with us tonight. Uh, our co-host, uh, Pastor Michael Cooper and Mr. Arthur Fleming, that's on with us uh, tonight, one out of Beaumont, one out of uh, Dallas, Texas. And, of course, you know where I'm from. So thank you so much yeah. for being on with us. And we wanted to we wanted to promote your new business. So you can start by telling us what it is. Tell, start by giving us your name and, uh, and where you're located and a little bit about Lily's Catering Service. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. My name is Derek Smith. I am co-owner with uh, Shemaka Green, my wife, uh, Lily's Catering. And um, our business was originated in really 2017. We had a lot of struggles beginning, and uh, we just kept pursuing our dream, writing it down, you know, just praising God for the victory over this, you know, the dream that we had. And it's it's starting to come to pass Um you know, and then we were connected with the uh, chef at uh, Food Works here in Tyler, Texas, Miss Kat Santos and her husband, uh, A.C. Santos. And mm-hmm. they have been nothing but a blessing to 
lately is um, the, the drive of um, wanting to help one another make both of what, you know, the uh, Food Work Community Kitchen is doing to offer um, a hub like an umbrella for our company to be run up under her um, okay. and an opportunity to show us how we can function as a full full running kitchen uh, restaurant type of a company. Okay. Uh, instead of being out in the community doing trail riding events, um, we have a lot more to offer now to the customers that come to uh, eat with uh, us at Food Works. Um, you know, just being under her leadership is nothing but a great opportunity for us to be able to grow. And this, you know, it's the Food Works in Tyler, Texas, uh, on uh, 1523 East Irving Street here in Tyler. So, you know, it's just... Well, well, let me, let me just tell you, that's a great street to be on. That's my thing. That street was named after my five gen- fifth-generation great-grandfather. So that's a great street to be on. I wish you well uh, on that street. Uh, you have a, an amazing location. So first, the first question I want to ask you is, so so, you're, so how did we come up with Lily's Catering Service? Where did that name come from? Because that's not your well, name. Your your name is not Lee, right? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. It actually okay. so was. How did we get uh, that name? Uh, the Go name ahead. came from my my wife's mother. Uh, her name was Peggy Lee Green. Uh, you know, God rest her soul. She passed away from breast cancer, and um, so we okay. were sitting at home and and we were talking about a name, and uh, we you know she was like Lee, and then she told me, you know, like how her mom used to come out the kitchen after she done been in there slaving over a hot stove and have that towel around her, uh, around her, on her shoulder hanging off, and she was like, dinner's <laughs> ready, and everybody knew what time it was. So uh, I went to work the next day uh, on, my regular, on, another, on my regular job at the time, and, and I came mm-hmm. with a logo. Uh, our logo is the heart shape and, uh, you know, and the cooking with love, you know, was – running through the little logo that I drew up. And we had it reworked uh, professionally, so it's kind of changed up. And uh, the name, Lee, and then we just came up with Lee Lee, but not knowing that, you know, it was named after her mom. But after doing some research in my family, uh, we uh, found out that my grandparents was named Lee Lee. You know, oh, wow. the middle name was Lee. So we, the, the collaboration of it was just, Great. Oh so. yeah, I can see that. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. I I wanted to get the little story on the on the name. So tell okay. us then why, uh, because right now you're doing catering. Uh, you're yeah. not you're not really bringing people into the restaurant now. How first of all, how long have you been open? It, I, I know that you're having an uh, annual fundraiser, and it says your first annual fundraiser. But how long have you actually? Uh, had the doors open. Was today the actual opening of the doors? Um, it was just, uh, I guess, just like a little run to see, you know, under her, under Shelf Cast leadership to see how it would go and then moving forward to be just, you know, right. and we're going right. to plan for, for our opening, you know, soon, mm-hmm. uh, annual fundraiser, you know, so we're going to try to okay. see how things run from here going forward, you know. 
Sure, sure. Well, you want to talk a little bit about uh, talk a little bit about that that fundraiser that you're having because anytime that I hear about people wanting to help uh, the needy. Mm -hmm then I want others to know about that so that they can join in and so you can let us know how how we can uh, help with that fundraiser and and how that fundraiser is going to come into play. Tell us a little bit about that, and then you can tell us more about uh, the catering service and uh, and how you're going to be able to, to move your catering service forward, especially during COVID-19 uh, and so forth, and the importance of, of, of catering service. You mentioned the trail rides and all of that, and a lot of a lot of times we see people deciding, well, they want to put their own little thing together, and it doesn't turn out so nicely. So we want to to make sure that people out there know exactly who you are and who they can call on. And I'm I'm always I like to promote um, uh, uh, businesses, and that's why we have you on tonight. So just go ahead and share with us, and then you can talk about the fundraiser as well. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Um... The fundraiser is basically because we've seen a lot of families go through some hard times, uh, some struggles uh, during this pandemic. And we had some personal people that we per- know personally that have been buying food from us uh, getting uh, during the holidays, during special events and stuff like that, that were affected. Uh, and uh, we had a silent uh, donor donate some money to Lili's to provide for those two families that was affected here back uh, right during the holidays of Thanksgiving. Um, and we sat down and we came up with uh, um, something for ourselves. We was just saying Lili's should do something to help the public. You know, and, and it inspired us when this silent donor gave us the money to help these families in need that we knew. And, um, uh, we just were so inspired that we said we we're going to do our first annual fundraiser to be able to give back to those who have been affected during COVID, you know, and, and to fix the cracks that America has uh, suffered from, you know, and in order to fix the cracks, we have to mend by giving back and showing the people that, Hey, it's still someone out here who cares. Uh, Lily's, uh, the cooking with love is is something real, you know, because when we cook, we, it's it's um, from the heart. It's with love, and you never go in the kitchen when you don't feel like cooking. You don't never go in the kitchen when you're mad because when you do, your food will taste like you were mad or you wasn't mm-hmm. feeling Wow. Good. You're okay. supposed to go in the at all times. Um, sure. So, you know, we were in Amen, brother. Body. Amen. Yes, sir. You know, that's, that's and, the first and, time I've heard it just quite like that. That's very interesting. My, grandma, my grandma told me that. You know, and, and my wife's mom, I take some bad food. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and when you do that, people will see, hey, they put their hearts in it. You know, and sure. and the, the the to just see you know, when sure. my wife is the world's worst that she'll sit there and watch somebody take a bite of our food and she just wait on the, re- you know, the reaction. And then when they do it, she just, <laughs> she just glow with uh, just sure. this, like the world <laughs> with the bright moon smile on her face. And that's when you know, that's wow. when you know it's satisfied their taste, their palate, you know. So uh, doing this is just a, 
just an inspirational thing. God has blessed us. Sure. So we want to sure. four lucky families with four drawings. We're going to do four drawings. And four okay. lucky families will be blessed with a four-course meal uh, and opportunities to help. By getting these meals also, donating and buying a fundraiser ticket, you're also helping America. You know, you're helping sure. us support one another. You know, in America, right. we all go be coming together as a one hub, as a family. It's too much division, so we're trying to bring families together to fellowship like in the olden days. You know how when you used to go to Big Mama's house and 50 cars pull up and you may have two or 300 people pull up and they got one pot and they they feed all, all of those people that got out of those 50 cars? That's the way it used to be at my grandmother's house. Our family uh, is so big. We, My grandparents had over 250-something grandchildren. And wow. the family is still growing. You know, even though a lot of them have passed away, but our kids are having sure. kids, and they're having kids. Sure. So sure. that's the way we were taught. You know, you don't never let nobody leave your home without being fed because you don't that's know right. what they're going through. And that's, that's what right. Lily stands for. You know, that's the I see. You know. Great. Well listen, let me let me say this to you. I know I know how important um I know how tedious I should say that planning and organizing uh events are and and there's all kinds of uh things that you have to do in order to make an event uh, successful. So perhaps you should let us know uh, how important catering is because people like to be able, and I'll just think about a wedding. People want to be able to sit down and relax and enjoy the wedding. They don't have to uh, be concerned with, I've, I've been to some weddings where, where, where big mama and this person and whomever brought in this dish and brought in that dish. And so, and you can see the stress and the strain and the struggles of these people trying to serve and then trying to enjoy the wedding and doing all that. So tell us how important a catering uh, is for for people to to be able to just sit down and enjoy their events. And, and I, we can even go to the trail ride because uh, there was a trail ride put on for me when uh, when I ran for Congress, and uh, it was a massive. It was probably three thousand people at that trail ride, <laughs> and I have never seen so much food in one location. But just tell us how important a catering is, a catering business, yes. and go ahead and promote your catering business. Go ahead. Yes, yes, ma'am. I'm going to let my wife explain this because she says that <laughs> what you just said, this is what she always says. And I'm going to let bring her on. This is Shamaka. How y'all doing tonight? Okay. Oh, fine, ma'am. Thank you for being on with us. We just appreciate uh, uh, you guys opening up a business here in Tyler, Texas. It's always a pleasure. And welcome to a Marvelous Monday. Go ahead and tell us why catering is so important. Well, one thing about it, even at a wedding, you want your groom and your bride to be comfortable, to relax, to enjoy their day because that's their day. They shouldn't have to worry about if the food is right, if the food is served, if the food is cold. They shouldn't have to worry about anything that goes on. Only thing they need to worry about is saying, I do, I love you, and enjoying <laughs> family and friends that they have. You know, one thing about it, I tell if we do a wedding, I, I ask the, the groom and the bride, I ask them, okay, when do you want it served? 
uh, highly you want to serve. One thing about it, and then I listen to what they say, and I tell them, hold up, you know, it's y'all day. One thing about it, y'all going to get served first. All we need y'all to do is sit at y'all table. Y'all going to get served first, and then your bridal party will get served next. Everybody else, your guests will follow after them. So you want to take care of the main ones first. Right. Right. You know, because exactly. it's all about food. You know, it's and then even if, yes, ma'am. And mm-hmm. even at the trail rides, with me and my husband, it was just, sometimes it would be just me and him, or my brother would assist, or we have our, our kids to assist us. But we made sure each and every plate was taken care of. We took care, if it was 3,000 people, each one of those 3,000 people had gotten taken care of. Now with this opportunity we have with um, Chef Cat Santos at Food Works, it's, we were able to be able to spread that and, and feed maybe 6,000 now, you know, wow. up under her umbrella, you know. So, yes, ma'am, and, and sure. it's just an opportunity, a blessing to be able to work with them, to be able to do more weddings, to focus on that, to, to make sure that everybody is taken care of on their special day. I don't care if right. it's a graduation, a wedding, right. a baby shower. Yes, ma'am. Very good. So so then that means that you guys are a full service, you're a full service catering business, correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, and that and what all of this, that a lot of people don't, may not know uh, how personalized that is and, and, and how, what all is involved in that. If, if in fact, I'm just going to use the wedding as an example. Uh, and, and, and to me, when, when I walk in and I see uh, a spread, I mean, the, the, the presence of the food is very important uh, for me. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, and I'm, I'm like Pastor Cooper said, we're real persnickety when it comes to our food. Uh, but what all is involved in a full-service catering? Do you do you help them to select the food? And, of course, I know you prepare it, but just you, you help them to personalize their menu. What all do you do? Yes, ma'am. We personalize the menu. We sit down and we have a consultation with them. You basically, you want to um, ask the groom or the bride, basically, what do they like? What are their favorite foods? So you want to collaborate a menu with their foods that they like. And so if, say, you know, it might be they might want barbecue. Okay. So you might suggest, okay, uh, you want brisket, uh, quarter, uh, chicken quarters, ribs, uh, links, you, you know, and then you, you uh, get the proteins first, the meats, and then you ask about the veggies. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes people don't know, and you have to make a suggestion. And then be like, oh, yeah, that was good, you know, that's a good deal. Right. So you might add baked beans, potato salad, or you might do a chef salad with that and dinner rolls. And, and, and one thing about it, when, when you also can offer them a taste testing, because a lot of individuals are kind of scared and skeptical about, you know, choosing uh, a catering business that they don't know about. So if you offer them a sure. tasting of your food, you know, there that you gives go. them an idea of what you're bringing to the, to the table. Exactly. That's always very, very important to me. Now, the next question that I wanted to kind of ask is that you mentioned that you could get all the way, I mentioned the 3,000 people that were at our trail ride when I ran for Congress, and then you can hike that up to even 6,000 now that you have collaborated with that family. So what's the smallest size that you would that you would take on, I mean, because sometimes people have meetings and that may consist of mm-hmm. a fifteen twenty people. 
which is not extremely large, but it's still uh, something that's most needed. And I think about in the city, we sometimes we may have 15, 20 people. Do you, and what's the smallest number, I guess I'm asking that you would, uh, I mean, so you, we don't you would cater for. I mean, we'll feed one. We'll feed. We don't discriminate. We'll feed one to um, fifty, one to a thousand. It, it doesn't matter, you know, because at the end of the day, that one person might try our food, and it might turn into uh, the word of mouth might travel to um, ten people or twenty people, mm-hmm. and so. Um, and so it's it, 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 it's just at the a point of like that one person trying to food word of mouth travels, you know. And and we do right. uh, corporate business, business meetings, baby showers. I mean, that's where we right. started from from smaller things. Right. Okay. And so then, small um, party catering, small party catering is, is no problem. Even birthday parties for kids, you do that as yes, well. Ma'am. And okay. so with the um, food work, we could use the space, you know. It, 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 we can bring events into food work also to to help support food works, you know. And so right. um, a lot of them because it is a community kitchen, and we can use that to um, bring to, to help food works stay funded, you know. Yes, exactly. To bring, bring something to this side over here mm-hmm. to say, hey. Food Works is alive and running. Mm-hmm. Food Works is here mm-hmm. to help those small other small businesses. Excellent. So, you know, you ta- you look at it like this. Food Works is like a heart. You know, when mm-hmm. you're a physician, you're a doctor, and that heart is pumping, and then you have a heart attack. Something went wrong in that heart to make you have that heart attack, right? So Food sure. Works has basically came in and fix the heart of Lily because the, the heart great. was cracking. You know what I mean? Sure. So the, when sure. I say cracking, it's because of the economy. It's because of the pandemic. Now Food Works mm-hmm. has given us as a catering company the opportunity to function with a full function kitchen to also bring mm-hmm. some more business into Food Works to help support the cause of Food Works and to bring business into Tyler. So basically, with your help of putting us on tonight, it's actually helping us be brought into Tyler. It's introducing Lily's into Tyler by the umbrella of Food Works, the community yeah. kitchen. And, and this is something big. This is what we need to look at. We need to look at saying, God says, go into the world and preach mm-hmm. my gospel. He tells us to go into the world. And I look at it like this. Is Lily going into the world right now? The world is accepting us, and Cat and Chef Cat and, and AC at Food Works is helping us be blessed with the world seeing us, you know, with this opportunity. So, yeah. you know, we got to look at God has placed us in this for a reason, and, and yeah. the reason is the season is ours now because he oh. says now is your time. No matter how many no's we have gotten, Okay. Out, out of all the no's that we've gotten, God said, I'm, it's time for you to start receiving your yes. You know, we've That's had right. so many doors closed on us, but we didn't stop. We've had so many no's told to us, but we didn't stop. This one yes, and this lady met us one time. Chef Cat and her husband met us one time, and the love they seen coming from us 
they were like, yes, we need to do something. So we talked oh, wow. and we collaborated and we put it together and finally we got, got this going. And, and we're seeing where it's going to go, but it's also helping her keep this building funded, helping her keep everything running, you yes, know, and yes. that we know the connections that she knows, and we can help feed America with our love and great food. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, so aside from, um, I, I remember the facility, and it was a long time ago when the physicians opened it that I was there, but how many, forgetting about COVID right now, and I know that it's that, that, that we have stipulations right now in our city, in our state, as far as uh, having people inside of restaurants and so forth. But how many will that facility accommodate, uh, say, on a uh, – and, and do you offer it for private parties, or will it be open once we get past COVID or whatever? Uh, will it be just open as a restaurant uh, in there? And I know um, that you have that mag- ma- major kitchen and catering. Will it be open as a restaurant or uh, private party? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Okay. Right now it's closed, uh, but we're just using it to to for private deals, like you know, to do our cater, uh, right. set up for caterings exactly. and stuff like that, uh, and private meetings uh, and things and like private that. Meetings. But, okay. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So what I'm asking is after once we get past COVID and all of that, because I know how things are right now. So will it mm-hmm. continue to be for private uh, private services only? Or will it be open where people can come and sit down and, and have a meal and you prepare a meal and serve to them? Hopefully by the first of the year, if COVID doesn't shut anything else down, we're going to uh, be able to open back up to the public uh, under Shelf okay. Cat. So, you know, we're looking, right. you know, going to say the same, everything goes well and this opportunity continues to grow like it is and we continue to work, you know, hand in hand with one another and uh, right. we can be able to be fully functional to help and bring new, and flavor. Bring new flavor into Tyler, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and okay. our new fashion. Uh, because, you know, you know, I could just say I'm, I'm just blown away because the love that we have for these two, you know, uh, at Food Works is just unbelievable sure. because they have, you know, helped us see a different light in sure. what we were doing. Sure. So, sure, you know, God brings people in for a reason. Absolutely. So then tell us about your fundraiser uh, that you're, you're having and, and how and how much of the fundraiser. Oh, just tell us about the fundraiser. Yes, ma'am. Before I go to that, we do have a special mm-hmm. project that we're working on. I, you know, I, I'll give it a little piece of it, but, you know, we're going to okay. be putting all the details together. And uh, hopefully we can uh, reach out to you and, and be able to publicize it to let the communities know what we're doing to and to help support it, you know, to get behind us and stand strong with us, when, you know, because, you know, in everything we do, the enemy is always trying to stop. You. It's always trying sure. to put a roadblock. So if we get the city behind us, look at what we can do. And if we get this city behind us, we can get the next city behind us and them and them and so on. You see, you're building an army that's, built off of nothing but gracious love and a warrior of, of God, you know, being a, a God-fearing child, you know. So we, mm-hmm. we need to, you know, get the city behind this, this project that we got going. And once we get all the details, we'll feel, be able to fill you in with more details. Okay. 
and, right. and, and, and the, the fundraiser part is, you know, is that we're just asking uh, if you want to give a donation uh, or if you just want to mm-hmm. purchase a $20 ticket and, and mm-hmm. to help the, you know, help us feed and help families in need. You know, somebody might need a blanket. Somebody might have gas turned off. Somebody water may have gotten turned off. Or somebody couldn't fill the refrigerator up because they had to make a choice to pay that light bill, that water bill, you know, that house note. So the child is there going hungry. So we want to be able to help those single mothers, those uh, sometimes single fathers. Let's not leave them out. Or double parent homes. Both parents are home and both of them are struggling struggling because both parents are laid off and your unemployment has been cut off. So, you know, we're trying to break a record with this fundraiser. We're trying to do things that haven't been done before because we're mm-hmm. not going to stop. And we're supposed to be doing the drawing on the uh, this 23rd of, 23rd of uh, December. But if everybody, if we got more people wanting to participate on it, we're probably going to push it out a little further so we can get everybody to be able to, you know, get in on this, to be part of what? the movement of the fundraiser. So sure. who, uh, and who wouldn't want to win a, a chance to get a four-course meal with a horse to board, uh appetizer, salad, uh, a T-bone steak, uh, baked potatoes, mm-hmm. and, you know, some special drinks and kids' drinks. That You know, you take your family of four to get a T-bone steak, Look at how much that would cost you. That's right. Now, this food will already, because I know you were ha- having plate lunches today, I believe it was. So is this food going to already be prepared for this family that that you're wanting to feed? Because we are in a food desert, and anybody can tell you that that we can watch on television. We can even watch right here in, in Smith County, uh, because on, on this coming week we will be uh, out there with the food uh, bank, East Texas Food Bank, uh, getting food boxes out to uh, families for the holiday. So we know we're in a food desert, and we, it, because of COVID and, and so many other things that people are struggling, and you're 100% correct. So the, so the $20 donation will go toward helping to feed the families that you're trying, yes. that you're wanting to feed, and, mm-hmm. and, and you're going to prepare the food. Or, or they have to prepare the food once they get it to their home. Which one? No, no ma'am. We're gonna we're gonna prepare the food. We're even telling people like if you're out of state, Louisiana, wherever, we'll come to you. We'll fix the food and make sure that you don't have to do nothing. You don't have to lift a finger okay. to do anything to prepare that meal. Right. Because you have everything and, right there in your in your facility to prepare the food and just deliver it yes. to them. Yes, ma'am. And, and okay. You got. You got a choice of three different meals that you can get. Three different times. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. So, and so what is that three different times? She's saying that it's three <laughs> different times that you can get it. Like if everybody participates and we get to do this drawing on the 23rd of this month, then okay. it's three different times. You can get it for Christmas. You can get it for uh, New Year's or Valentine's. Oh, but you want it. And then you, you get to pick that choice of what – time you want to receive that winning ticket meal. I see. So, I see. Uh, Very good. But if we if we don't get all the donations in in time, we're going to probably push it back a little bit further, so we'll give them a different time to, to pick that meal. Uh, it may be January 
February, March, or something like mm-hmm. that. But you know, oh, we're just okay. trying to get everybody involved. We're trying to, you know, do something that we've never done before. But, you know, exactly. and, and so like I said, there are three different choices of meals that you can choose from in winning that winning ticket. Uh, okay. It's a T-bone well, steak dinner, and then it's a, the, third, the second choice would be a uh, casserole meal dinner. And then okay. uh, the third one is a, ha- a smoked ham and black-eyed peas <laughs> and like a New Year's type dinner. <laughs> so you you know something you have a great helper right there beside you. That's what God said that He gave you a helpmate. <laughs> Boy, you got a good my, helpmate right there that's comforting you. My real, your rib. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Your rib. Your rib is in action. I love it. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Pastor Cooper, you have any comments or any questions that you'd like to ask, and then we'll go to uh, Mr. Arthur. Uh, we we're so happy to have this family, this couple, uh, on tonight, and. Uh, getting their business kicked off here in Tyler, Texas. I'm always excited when black-owned businesses come uh, into our community. Pastor Cooper, anything? Yes. Uh, matter of fact, mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad to hear from them also. I have one question. Which side is the biblical priesthood side? Or in other words, who is the preacher? <laughs> Who's the preacher on that, in that family? <laughs> Who's the preacher here? <laughs> Well, in, in in my family, my dad, uh, no, no, uh, my dad's sister is married to a preacher, but on our side is nobody. But it's me in the making. In the making, I've been asked. So you're who who I'm asking about. Let's stop putting everybody else out there. You stop running from your calling. You're not in the making. God said, I knew you. <laughs> When I formed you in your mother's womb, your mother's belly, <laughs> Jeremiah. You may have a different name, but I'm calling you Jeremiah tonight. And so, so that's what those. See, in case you didn't know, I have an apostolic background, and uh, there's an anointing in the sermon that that, that flows. And as you as you speak, you try to hide from it. Listen, because you're a businessman, doesn't mean that you need to hide the fact that you're from a Levitical priesthood family. And that mm-hmm. that is ordained by God from from way back here. There's a great 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 grandfather that probably also ran from his calling. So stop running. Go ahead and do what you got to go do. And as a matter of fact, preach at your restaurant and watch the doors open up. You have to plead the blood everywhere. Don't be ashamed. Uh, they call me a candidate. They call me a politician. They call me a businessman. But everywhere I went, I preached the gospel. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, you know, that that's really how we really connected uh, today uh, really strongly, uh, Pastor Cooper, uh, because we have we have some strong background and some strong uh, uh, things in common one with the other. So it was just a delight to uh, to meet uh, him. I met him through a cousin of mine uh, who just keeps up with everything that's going on in our community when businesses open up and everything. And so I think that, I think that you have already joined the chamber, I believe. And then uh, let me just share this with you guys that we had early on at the beginning of our show, we had a marketing person on. So, uh, so we talked about the importance of of, uh, setting aside a few dollars to market uh, your business so that that people will know but we want to get we wanted to give you this opportunity this this free opportunity uh to uh, to kick off the business and let people wow. know uh, about what you're doing and we can even talk about you some more on one of our other shows we do three radio shows per week but um 
but yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted people to know about, uh, because everybody like loves good food. And, uh, and so once we, once we get behind uh, this COVID, I'm always going to push uh, business people that I know that have, have the business at heart and good food and, and great events is, is the number one uh, thing. And if, if, if you're good at what you do, it doesn't matter about, yeah, it doesn't matter about the competition out there. Uh, you, you're going to be able to make it. Uh, Mr. Arthur, you have any uh, comments or questions uh, for this uh, fine couple? Yeah, you got a comment and question. I, I enjoyed the, this guy talking about food. Uh, you have been raised <laughs> in the women uh, liberation generation. Uh, I always had this refrain, cooking, but cooking is an act of love. Now, yes, sir. Uh, you know, uh, yes, sir. I don't know how many of you heard me. But anyway, you know, since y'all are in the food, what's the, uh, what would you recommend as your best? If I just said, hey, give me your best. Uh, you know, it's a Saturday afternoon. Uh, you know, give me your best uh, for this day. Sun shining. What would you fix for me? So Saturday is like, um, you know, relaxing football days or whatever. So you can get some of our chicken wings, uh, chicken wings, uh, macaroni, cheese, green beans, or you can get um, a good um, uh a barbecue plate, you can get up to a one meat, two meat, three meat. You got we got our famous baked beans, potato salad, uh to go on there. And so um if you want a jug of Kool Aid, we can ha- make that happen too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm hungry now. That sounds like something out yeah. of these Texas. <laughs> but but you know me but me, since you said you wanna just chill out cool, you know, saying I would think I would just go ahead and throw a, a, one of those uh, porterhouse steaks on the grill and saute some onion and uh, put a bed of onion down and then saute a little bit more and put some of that special seasoning we got for that steak on top of it mm-hmm. and picture some of those twice-baked potatoes, you know, with, with the skin off of it. And But it's, it's you're going to feel like it's a real baked potato with a little bit of our shelf salad on the side with some of that good old sweet tea to knock it down with and some fresh and homemade ranch dressing, and you can't you can't uh, leave out those dinner rolls with that that old fashioned butter on there. You know what I mean? Oh that little sweet, that little sweet <laughs> butter, but you know with a little honey rolled on top, running off of it. Now, mm-hmm. what, what you think about that, brother? Well, like I say, with all that, with all that, I'm going to with all that, I'm gonna need them wedding services after all that, right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, let, let let me ask you this question then, um, and I, I want us to I want us to focus a little bit because I want people to really hear the importance of uh, of a catering business, uh, reasons why it's so important to even hire uh, a person uh, to cater. And I think we talked about it a little bit uh, early on, but I know that there are some more things that we can throw in there. But this is the one question that I want to ask. Uh, for that for that person that may not care all that so much for meat, but loves oh, a lot oh, of things. Yes, ma'am. That would be me. It, yeah. It's funny that you said that because we had a uh, we were at the trail right. We had a, a group of men that walk up, and we we have a famous uh, brisket nachos that we serve there. And the guy was uh-huh. like, "Well, I'm, we don't eat meat." 
can you fix right. us a veggie nacho? Oh, yeah. And we stopped <laughs> what we were doing, and we fixed those that group of men their veggie nachos, and the guys came back over there, and they was like, y'all blew this out the water because that was oh, really? the best uh, veggie nachos that we've ever had. And that wasn't the first time. We had a young lady that came. She didn't eat meat, and we fixed her uh, a veggie nacho, and it was a spot on again. And she came back. She was like, y'all nailed that. I don't know what wow. y'all did, but it was it was. <laughs> It was a. It, she said touchdown on that. So I mean, yeah, we yeah. we're very versatile, and that's that's what we do when we cater. You know, we ask uh, also do do anybody in the family have any uh, allergic reactions to any type of food, or, yeah. or they or they diabetic, or 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 food they vegan, or they just eat mm-hmm. uh, vegetarian or whatever like that. So we you know we cater to everyone's need because we know that you're going to have different people at these events. So we want to be able to be versatile to accommodate to them, you know, and if anybody's allergic to like shrimp or any kind of uh, peanut oils or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So we'll know how to prepare their meals. You know, you got to be careful when cooking for people. So we want to make sure that we protect them and ourselves from anybody you know, getting deadly sick or ha- getting any harm, you know, to their bodies or to, you know, to anything when it comes to dealing with food. Well, you know, you just you just outlined in your conversation, uh, the two of you, you just outlined reasons why a person should uh, should should have a catering service. I mean, all, all I heard was attention to detail. I heard versatility. I heard that you made an amazing statement when when you made that veggie uh, that veggie tray, that veggie dish for those uh, people who did not do meat. That those are very important things uh, to say, and, and and not to mention that the stress of because it's a lot of work, right? And preparing food yes, and putting it together, and you have to love it. You have to love doing that in mm-hmm. order to be able to do it with that lasting impression, right? Yes, ma'am. You gotta love. You got. You gotta love people. <laughs> do that. You yes, gotta yes. love people. That's exactly right. Yes. You gotta. Gotta love. And that's, gotta love. That's those, the thing. Those are great reasons. Yes. Go ahead. Well, you know, because that's where Texas made family raised, you know, and that's, and that's what we do yeah. in Texas. We do everything big like that in Texas. So everything big in Texas. That's our <laughs> motto. Planning yeah. Family raised. And then I was about to tell you, ask you to just give us a layout. Of, uh, of course, we know how important the uh, planning is. It's essential. And, but you guys can give us the big picture, the biggest picture, the bigger picture by how you've just laid out to us tonight. Uh, we can just hear the love that's even resonating even from your voices when you talk about uh, uh, planning, uh, whether it's a private event, whether it's a wedding, whether it's a business gathering, you can just hear the love. Tell us where we can find you, where you're located, if you have a website or email address, a phone number, so that the people that are listening that may want to uh, to use your catering service, and, and we're pushing that they will, uh, tell us how to find you. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. You can uh, find us on our Facebook page at Lily's uh, Catering. That's and, and it's going to be 
spelled a little different on our catering page to be able to find it on, on Facebook. It's L-E-E apostrophe S, L-E-E apostrophe S, catering. And then you also can find us on our website at lelys.com, uh, our uh, business number, you can reach us at uh, 903-298-0361. That's, again, the business line number is 903-298-0361. Website is lelyscatering.com. Uh, you can also email us at order at lelyscatering.com. Again, that's order at lelyscatering.com. Um, okay. If you have any questions, you can email us, go on our website, phone call, or on our Facebook page. Very good. Okay. Wow. Well, this is outstanding. Anything else? And guys, I don't know if you have anything else that you'd like to ask of the of this great couple. And um, we're going to keep pushing you, and we, we got you in our speed dial now. So that when we get ready to uh, start back having events, and we're prayerful that soon, that uh, sure to go bring me by that when I come down there to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, absolutely, I absolutely. When we come down there to eat, do. what are you talking about? I'm when there you go. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we can't leave out Pastor Cooper. That's for sure. That's, that's right. for sure. Because right. Well, we appreciate uh, we appreciate you guys coming in. You can stick around with these last. We have about 20 more minutes left on, and, and we, we need to talk about a few things that are going on in the world, in America. Uh, we always want to keep uh, our listeners abreast of, of what's going on, uh, whether it's globally or whether it's statewide or whether it's nationwide. And we know that we're getting ready to embark upon uh, an inauguration 2021, uh, uh, January yeah. the 20th, 1201. Uh, are we ready or are we not ready, gentlemen? Are we ready? Sure. What's going to happen? Tell me. Yes, go ahead, Mr. Sure Tell me what's going to happen. They, 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 they passed COVID the other day, so, you know, folks will get their money. Uh, sure. uh, so is it $600? But my question is, why is the news media scared to call this man a treasonous traitor? It's obvious he's a treasonous traitor, and they and they <laughs> refuse to say the words. they just dancing. And tap dance. I'm going. See, what's up with that? I don't know. The man's trying to do a coup d'état. Yeah, they're talking about so martial law so, right so now. So we're gonna have a coup. We're gonna have a coup. Oh no, we don't have no coup. You can get frog okay. marched up out that White House. You don't leave on time. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're gonna call out. You, you're gonna put your suit back on, your military uniform back on. That's awesome. Go and get it. <laughs> He's going to get frog walk right on up out of that. So he want to get embarrassed. Ed here, Ed here, Ed here. He can leave. He can leave in a helicopter or he can leave in a cab. <laughs> well, but okay, what, leave, what uh, do you say, Pastor Cooper? Well, you know, there's <laughs> folks on the wrong thing with, with this guy. Right now we have over uh, $900 billion worth of stimulus checks that needs to be dispersed right, right now. The Congress has already uh, passed it. Senate needs to go ahead and pass. We don't need to drag this thing out. Uh, and that's all his administration has done with anything that's good. They drug it out. It's going to be too late. Right. We have a, a bar term on uh, eviction notices that needs to be uh, needs to take place now because that's about to come to an end. Uh, we have issues with unemployment about to come to an end. We, we, there are other things to, to deal with than, than to deal with the, the attitude 
and the attitude of a two-year-old that's having a temper tantrum in the White House. We don't have time for that. Right. I, I, I agree with you. So so it looks like we had a real mess, uh, but, uh, yeah. but it's taken some of these people to include Barr. It's taken them too long. Uh, yeah. We we shouldn't even be where we are right now, guys. I, I just want to let you know we just. Georgia, but Georgia, but Georgia, I've been I've been phone banking, guys. I've been phone banking. I was phone, but but you, let me just share this with you. And and Mr. Arthur, you 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 will really be saddened by this, and Pastor Cooper will as well. But but one of the persons that I phoned into on Saturday, and so he said, uh, well, I don't vote. And I said, really? I said, you know, I'm, I'm just always curious when, when people say that. Can you explain to me, right. if you don't mind? You know, and I, he says, well, they're all crooks. Preachers are crooks. Politicians are crooks. And so I don't fool with that mess. And so uh-huh. I, I listened, and, and so I said, well, let me just say this. I said, I, I do hold a, a public office in my city. I didn't tell him I was calling out, out of Texas because I didn't want him to think that we were into their business, but, but, but Georgia's business is the United States business, right? So right. In, in the meantime, he said, um, he said, they're all, I said, well, I actually serve in, in a position, and I, I don't really call myself a politician. I, I actually call myself an American servant because I have served this country. I served in the United States Army. He said, oh, I served in the, in the Army, and I served in the Air Force as well. And But they still all crooks. And so, therefore, I'm not fooling around with crooks. And I said, well, there's probably a few of them out there in the world and where you work and, and where you live as well. So, um but anyways, I, I was just overwhelmed that uh, that here's a guy that has served in the military and a young man. He's a young man. He was in uh, in his forties. Uh, to hear that from a young man was kind of surprising for me. Go ahead. Well, well you know, uh, you got to understand that black people, because of the way we've been uh, indoctrinated, it's not until we get into our forties before we realize what that happened. By okay. that time, you know, you got kids, you, know, you got kids or whatever. And so basically, you know, he, you know, he probably just realized that they are all crooks. Now, some of us realized a long time ago, he probably just figured that out. See, all these jokes crooks. Oh, I mean, it's a bunch of crooks, ain't it? But, hey, the system been like that for a while. And like I say, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Man, he just announced it. You know, he just said, hey, yeah, you know, it's rigged. So at least now everybody knows it's rigged. But that Pope fella right there, you know, sometimes it's good that some people don't vote. But I don't figure it. I mean, yeah, well, I, that, I mean, I encourage people true. to vote. I encourage yeah. people to vote. But uh, I know but like I talked saying. to a lady one day who just went off, and uh, when she got through, and, and I say, and I didn't ask, and I didn't even ask her if she. Me and, me and another lady was talking. I didn't. So she went off that why she didn't vote. And after she got through talking, I did not encourage. Her. I was going, please don't yeah. vote because I know she's going to vote wrong. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people people say that. My my last message to him was uh, perhaps uh, all these people that you're talking about, whomever it is that you're talking about, perhaps if you had been out there voting and encouraging people that look like him to vote, 
uh, maybe and perhaps we would not have had those people in office that you're talking about that are crooks. He called the preachers crooks and the uh, politician mm-hmm. crooks and and oh my goodness, he just went on and on. So see what he's basically saying to you is, but what he's saying to you is, he's saying he's saying I am powerless. He he's oh, okay. most definitely. And, yeah. and so, and so you know, that's his mindset. I don't know if he got it out of the military because you know that brainwashing do kind of last while. Uh, you know, I don't know if he got it out of there. <laughs> but I like say, you know, but uh, uh, you know, you know, he's speaking from a position of, of powerlessness. So, uh, you know, so and we don't know how he got there. You know, you don't know how he got there. No, no, so, no. you know. But, well, but I, I, I could say I would have been wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Pastor Cooper. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, eighth, eighth grade logic tells us that you can't use terms and words all and so all people can't be crooked all people can't be there you so go we, there you go we can't lose our faith in man either because the bible tells us none is righteous no that one so what we have to do is figure out uh who we need to put in position who we need to hold accountable and and we need to inspect what we expect because once we like these folks in the office we can't just uh, expect for them to go up there and do what they need to do but that's what we mm-hmm. said earlier NAACP right. national, statewide, and mm-hmm. local need to hold mm-hmm. these folks accountable. That's why I like That's my position true. as the president of NAACP. I get exactly. to hold. What, if there's a crooked office, it's my job to uh, uncrook it. <laughs> if there's there a, you go. Uh, there you go. I you like know, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncrook it, man. Places straight. Yeah, well, yeah, there you make go. Make the crooked places straight. Make so, crooked I mean, that, places straight. That's where it comes back to. Yes. Yeah, for all we know. Yeah, for all we know, like say, you know, he made a, he made a, you know, you know, fool with the crooks, and then they didn't pay him, and now all, for all of them crooks, you know, for all we know, right. Well, so then, what are your feelings about Russia and our election? You, I mean, I, people are are saying that they're going to be, they're really uncomfortable. Uh, with uh, our election that's going to come about on January the 5th because they think with all this cyber uh, security crime and the breaching uh, and that they think that Russia may uh, interfere some kind of way again and uh, and the election may not turn out the way it's supposed to be turned, well, the way that the voters voted for it to be turned out. They may They think it may not turn out that way. That we may have some interference. Well, like I said again, and, uh, again, you know that's them uh, QAnon folks, them conspiracy, conspiracy theory, and again, probably, uh, of course, the Russians might. I mean, they might do a lot of stuff. But right now, I think they got they, you know, they've been busted, so they got their hands full yeah. right now because they got, you know. So uh, again, I don't think the, you know, I don't think they. I, I can't see what their interest would be in doing that. Had we, you know, they. I mean, they got all the confusion going on that they want. You know, I can't see what they get by trying to help, you know, either way. And I'm just saying, I don't see what they would be getting out of it uh, personally for them to, you know, want to keep more on. Well, that's true because we, because we already know that Trump is leaving. Uh, He's out. So, so you're right. What, what would they gain except for just disrupting America? Uh, Uh, Continuing to try to disrupt America. They've already done that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, it's certainly it's been a, a turbulent transition uh, process that's been going on that's complicating uh, 
uh, the Biden-Harris uh, administration and the ability to uh, to take care of uh, of the transition of America, getting it out of his hands. People are just really concerned about that this guy may try to do anything. Uh, they just don't trust him at all. They they put up even even his people, those that are finally deciding that they need to say something. Uh, don't put anything past what he may do. Will, he he does still have the code, I guess. Go ahead. Will Republicans pay a price? Will the Republicans pay a price? Oh, a big price. Yes. And I say, will they pay? Will they pay a price? And and, and what would that and price I said, look yes. like? Well, what would it look like? Well, what would it look like? That's an excellent question. What do you think it'll look like? Wait a minute, I just asked you. Wait a minute. That's okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 it's going to look like, okay, it's going to look like <laughs> destruction. It's going to be so yeah. funny. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll be giving my little piece, and then I'll let, then I'll let you and Pastor Cooper give you a little piece. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, my goodness, it, it could be war. It could be another war. That's what it could look like, in my opinion. I mean, after all, he does own the code numbers, uh, and I guess they gave him the correct code. <laughs> I mean, but but un- until they step up and and do something, they should have long done something. They should have said, "Look, you, this guy's going to have to go." And and I believe that uh, I don't put anything above what he may or may not do. And if you last time I looked, look at they had a brother that they had a brother that was walking around with the code box, right? Now, okay. now if he still got the box, if he still got the box, and if and if Trump said come here, I, I think he'll, yeah, I think he might go in another direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's gonna be a there's a lot of folks that's looking at that box at that code box, right? Not not just the one who's carrying it, and not just Trump. There's a lot of people that have to have their eyes on that. That code marks. Well, the bottom line of it is, look here. The only reason he's he's able to act like this is because the Republican Party is enabling this behavior, and they the ones that we need to be. They the one that we need to be focusing on. He just, uh, you know, it's kind of like when I like I teach school, and like when I and one thing about when you go to classroom is you, you you can always tell who the clown is, and you can yeah. tell who the leader is. The leader ain't yeah. saying nothing. Right, and you've got the other folks that well, Trump ain't the leader, he's the clown. No, that's true. And we need to go look at the leader that's, that's allowed true. him to do that, you know. But we know so, who they and, are, and we, so know, we who already know who they are, right? That's right, and we need to call them out. But, but the mainstream media, they're not calling them out. Like I said, they they refuse to call this man a traitor, right? They know he's a traitor, they refuse to call him that. So, what's that about? You know, we got a, you know, this is a, you know, this proves that we got a white privileged president situation yeah. also. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, there's going to be so, there's going to be so much that that we're going to have to deal with. And when I say we, I mean talking about the the administration, the Biden Harris administration. I mean, beginning with the pandemic, and we can talk a little bit about quickly about uh, our vaccines. They have, they've hit our communities. They hit our Tyler, Texas. They're right here in Tyler, Texas right now. And um, on, on next Monday, as a matter of fact, we will actually bring um, Dr. Richard Hagney in. Uh, he's going to, uh, he's heading up uh, the uh, task force 
uh, pandemic for vaccinations. And so, as I mentioned early on, the, the, his main goal is to uh, to make sure that those who want to take that vaccine, they have that opportunity and that, that it goes out into the rural communities because, as you guys already know, uh, our hospitals, many of our hospitals have closed up, shut down in deep, deep East Texas uh, out there in Senate District 1, which is our district, and they come in here to uh, come into Tyler uh, for the health care. And so forth. So they got they got that to deal with, and and then they got this uh, cyber intrusion that we keep talking about to deal with, and and then they got this lingering uh, uh, racism, uh, nations of racial tensions that that uh, that they're going to have to deal with. It's just so our our slow economy. Uh, it's slowly recovering, I guess. Uh, but but just look at all those things that they're going to have to deal with. Well, black folks gonna have to decide whether they're gonna take that vaccine or not. I think I, I think most black folks are gonna go on and take it because because uh, you know because you know white folks not taking it and you know they run around coughing on people and I think most black folks gonna say you know what I think I might be going to take it because uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we know we got Moderna that's out there. So, so once, and we don't know, uh, the question was asked uh, for um, elect vice president, uh, which one she was going to take. And she said, well, I don't know which one I'm going to, going to take, because obviously, you know, if you take the Pfizer one, then your second dosage has to be with Pfizer. And then Moderna came out today. And so, so if you take that, that strand, what, what, this is what concerns me, gentlemen, is that the mutations of, of this coronavirus. We know that the, the uh, mutation that's coming out of Europe now and into right. America, uh, that mm-hmm. we don't, I'm just hoping that, that the vaccines that we have is going to be able to take care of the mutation of the, uh, ho- the ho- various hosts are getting different things. I thought they closed uh, that border. Strand. I thought they quit flying. I thought they quit flying. I thought they quit doing all that flying with each other. Well, here's the question. You're telling me that Europe knew we had all this corona, and they still been coming over here getting it and going back anyway, or bringing it or whatever. Well, they said we have the other strain now. Now we have different. And the strands that they have, the host, right, that they have mutated in Europe is is worse than the COVID-19 that we have had, that we've been right. dealing with. Not so much as the fact that they're flying over here. What we need to do is close down our borders and keep people from flying in here from any other country. And you know, know, just seal our borders right now. I'm just saying that they've been flying. Go ahead, Pastor. Yeah, no, I was just saying several countries already closed down their borders to the UK. Exactly what I'm saying. We need to shut ours down. And don't let anybody fly in here until we can get a, get control over this thing. And, and, yeah, and I'm saying, and my point is, over the last nine months, I thought they had stopped out. I thought they had stopped most of that. They said no. <laughs> they was just still doing no. it. <laughs> no. Dr. Fauci no, said it's already in the United States. Uh, and he believes that new strand that UK right. has is already over here because they hadn't stopped. That's right. Because we have a that's president right. that's focused on the issues of the day. There you uh, go. He, there he you wanted go. a war, and he has a war, but the problem is that he's the uh, arch enemy number one. That's it. It makes a it. It makes a difference who the leader is. I know that makes a difference oh, that, who the leader. Is. There you go. There you go. And, <laughs> and that's the key is that we have had 
anybody leading us in this. Let's see what Miss Oh oh Miss Rihanna just let us know Chief Spikes is on. Good evening, Chief Spikes. Come on in and have some final words with us, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How's going, Chief? How's it going, Chief? Great. I'm I'm doing good if I can give Go ahead. You're going in and out. You there? Yeah, I'm trying to get myself to mute down. Oh, okay. Can you, All right. Can you, yes, we I'm can sorry, hear you. Can give, us some, give us some words of encouragement, Chief. I I just want to know why did that virus mutate in, in Europe? Was it because of the vaccines that they gave them? Because of the vaccines. I, you know, the way, the, way, the way viruses mutate is that if this host, this individual person, is maybe connecting up with somebody that had, say, a flu virus of some kind mm-hmm. or some other kind of virus, then then that COVID, and then they're positive for COVID, and they meet up with somebody that has some other kind of virus, say, I'm going to just use, say, the flu virus, or, or say it could be SARS or it could be MERS. They got sick and they were sick. And the two of them met up together, and both of them got sick one to the other. And so then, then it was on this host, and it was on that host, and it just mutated. It just broke up. Is all it's saying. And I don't you think it, it had anything. Hey, hey Shirley, Shirley, you yes, make it sound like a date. You make it sound like a date. <laughs> well, yeah. it was probably a date, but but yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. You know what? I like the way you put that because those two viruses dated each other. And then they mutated yeah, and became something else. Yeah, I know. That was they had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that, that Europe that 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 right. I think that Europe got cold. I think that Europe got cold a little bit earlier than what we did here in the U.S. And we suffer yeah. from global warming, so our temperatures That's are true. fluctuating. See? But so I go. think that the, this is just my my theory on it. I don't know if they tested Pfizer and all the rest of those drugs in Europe, but I, I, I'm I'm not sold on it, so maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But if they tested those drugs in Europe and maybe it mutated over there based on the testing, because they don't have no long term they don't have no long term testing results yet. No, nope. mm-hmm. the only thing they no, do is no, short term testing. So if if you start testing people a long time ago, the virus had a chance to mutate from where it was because almost if you attack. If I understand it correctly, if you attack something, it, it, it goes to something else. It tries to survive within the body. So mm-hmm. that's why I say we don't know where it, where it's coming from, and we haven't had testing on the long-term virus. So but I know y'all was at the end of your program, but I enjoy yeah. listening in, and I always do. And it's always a right. pleasure to find out new information. So I'm going to sit back here and let y'all finish. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Chief. It's always a pleasure to have you in. Yo, that ribonucleic acid, that's the, actually the only one, the DNA. They didn't look at the DNA strongly, but they did look at the RNA. They've been looking at that RNA virus for quite some time. And like you say, I mean, who knows? Who knows how how and why things mutate like they do? But obviously, uh, from, from past uh, scientific history, it, things mutate because two different things come together and end up with something else different, a different virus or, or bacteria. Uh, when they mm-hmm. when they mutate, that's kind of what that means. But listen, it's 10.02. I am so glad. We're going to pick right back up with this same conversation next week because it's important for us to make sure that we know a little bit more. We do know this much, that not very many people 
have been participants in that those clinical trials, and I'd like to see more clinical trials, and I think there will be more, and I'd like to see more African Americans involved because we are we have a lot of other issues that we have to deal with. So uh, let's encourage uh, people who don't mind participating in clinical trials to do participate in them. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. It's always a pleasure. Uh, We're going to turn everything over to Ms. Rihanna and let me just say happy holidays and Merry Christmas, but be safe out there. As Dr. Fossey says, he's keeping his children away. So whatever you do, just remember, be safe and take care of yourself, and then you can take care of others around you. If we have to skip Christmas holidays with our families this time, let's look forward to doing it in 2021. Thank you very much. God bless you, and we'll see you on the next time around. Merry Christmas to you. Good night. And good night. Good night, Colin. Good night, Colin. Good night, Colin. Merry Christmas. All right. Bye now. Merry Christmas. One day. When the glory comes, it will be out, it will be out, oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, his spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. Glory, glory, oh, glory, glory. Now the war is not over, victory isn't won, but we'll fight on.
every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes It will be ours Good night.